Hi guys, a beautiful morning to you all. Today's Bible reading will be taken from Leviticus 15 and Leviticus 16. And our memory verse gotten from Leviticus 15 verse 3. And this shall be his own cleanliness in regards to his discharge. Let's take a few moments to ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes, open our ears and open our hearts. To hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to be saying to us today. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, when any man has any discharge from his body, his discharge is unclean, and this shall be his uncleanness in regard to his discharge. Whether his body runs with his discharge or his body is stopped up by his discharge, it is his uncleanness. Every bed is unclean on which he who has discharge lies, and everything on which he sits shall be unclean. And whoever touches this bed, shall wash its clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. He who sits on anything on which he who has the discharge sat shall wash their clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. And he who touches the body of him who has the discharge shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. If he who has a discharge spits on him who is clean, then he shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. Any saddle on which he who has a discharge rides shall be unclean. Whoever touches anything that was under him shall be unclean until evening. He who carries any of those things shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. And whomever, the one who who has the discharge touches and has not rinsed his hand in water, he shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. The vessel of the earth that he who has the discharge touches shall be broken, and every vessel of wood shall be rinsed in water. And when he who has the discharge is cleansed of his discharge, then he shall count for himself seven days for his cleansing, wash his clothes and bathe his body in running water, then he shall be clean. On the eighth day, he shall take for himself two turtle doves or two young pigeons and come before the Lord to the door of the tabernacle of meeting and give them to the priest. Then the priest shall offer them the one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. So the priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord because of his discharge. If any man has any emission of semen, then he shall wash all his body in water and be unclean until evening. And any garment and any leather on which there is semen, it shall be washed with water and be unclean until evening. Also, when the woman lies with a man and there is an emission of semen, they shall bathe in water and be unclean until evening. If a woman has a discharge and the discharge from her body is blood, she shall be set apart seven days, and whoever touches her shall be unclean until evening. Everything that she lies on during her impurity shall be unclean. Also, everything that she sits on shall be unclean. Whoever touches her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. And whoever touches anything that she sat on shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. If anything is on her bed, or anything on which she sits 
when he touches it it shall be unclean until the evening and if any man lies with her at all so that her impurity is on him it shall be unclean seven days and every bed on which he lies shall be unclean if a woman has a discharge of blood for many days other than at the time of her customary purity or if it runs beyond her usual time of purity all the days of her unclean discharge shall be as a day of her customary impurity she shall be unclean every bed on which she lies all the days of her discharge shall be to her as the bed of her impurity and whatever she sits on she shall be unclean as the uncleanness of her impurity now i understand what happened with the woman of the issue of blood she was considered unclean because of her impurities and the discharge of blood for many days by the society and god so there are many things that she couldn't have done whoever touches those things shall be unclean he shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening but if she is cleansed of her discharge then she shall count for herself seven days and after that she shall be clean and on the eighth day she shall take for herself two turtle doves or two pigeons and bring them to the priest to the door of the tabernacle of meeting then the priest shall offer the one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering and the priest shall make atonement for her before the lord for the discharge of our uncleanliness thus you shall separate the children of israel from their uncleanliness lest they die in their uncleanliness when they defile my tabernacle that is among them this is the law for one who has a discharge and for him who emits semen and is unclean thereby and for her who is indisposed because of her customary impurity and for one who has a discharge either man or woman and for him who lies with her who is unclean going deeper and deeper into the bible makes me understand the fact that we do not appreciate what jesus christ did for us on the cross of calvary we still do not understand the degree of what christ took off us on that cross it took off stress it took off our sins he took off so many things and took it upon him. Now understand that verse that says, Come to me, all ye who are weary and heavy laden. Ah, if we're still going by this law of the Old Testament, that means that whoever masturbates, they will be called unclean. And so one day you masturbate, seven days of uncleanliness, no association with anybody maybe you have a issue of the blood like um the woman of the issue of the blood or a man who has discharge whatever type of discharge whether your normal discharge or you know your discharge of impurity or you know discharge of something that we don't even know self you'll be considered unclean and you won't be accepted by the society and something you say is that how would they know if I enter the tabernacle of meeting or I come around them without, you know, anybody seeing me before, they will know. And you forget that the person who gave the rule is God. So he sees it. And you also forget that there are people who dropped dead because of some certain things they didn't follow. The sons of Aaron, that fire consumed. It was the Lord. 
So if it is the Lord that gave the rule, fire will catch you <laughs> on the ground to swallow you. One of those two. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for my sake. With this understanding, say thank you, Jesus, for dying for your sake. For letting his grace cover you. For the virtue of the fact that you can confess your sins to him and repent within a few minutes, within a few hours. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Move on to the next chapter. Now the Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they offered profane fire before the Lord and died. And the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron your brother not to come at just any time into the holy place inside the veil before the mercy seat which is on the ark lest he die for i will appear in the cloud above the mercy seat thus aaron shall come into the holy place with the blood of a young bull as a sin offering and of a ram as a bond offering he shall put the holy lining tunic and the lining trousers on his body it shall be girded with a lining sash, and the lining turban. It shall be attired. These are holy garments. Therefore, it shall wash his body in water and put them on. And it shall take from the congregation of the children of Israel two kids of the goats as his sin offering, and one ram as a burnt offering. Aaron shall offer the bull as a sin offering, which is for himself, and make atonement for him and for his house. He shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the tabernacle of meeting. Then Aaron shall cast lots for two goats, one goat for the Lord and the other for the scapegoat. And Aaron shall bring the goat on which the Lord's lot fell and offer it as a sin offering. But the goat on which the Lord fell to be the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement upon it and to let it go as the scapegoat into the wilderness. And Aaron shall bring the bull of the sin offering, which is for himself, and make atonement for himself and for his house, and shall kill the bull as the sin offering, which is for himself. Then he shall take a censer full of burning coals of fire from the altar before the Lord with his hands full of sweet incense, beating fine. And bring it inside the veil. And it shall put the incense on the fire before the Lord. That the cloud of incense may cover the mercy seat that is on the testimony, lest he die. He shall take some of the blood of the bull and sprinkle it with his finger on the mercy seat on the east side. And before the mercy seat, he shall sprinkle some of the blood with his finger seven times. Then he shall kill the goat of the sin offering, which is for the people. Bring its blood inside the veil. Do with that blood as he did with the blood of the bull, and sprinkle it on the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. So it shall make atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the children of Israel and because of their transgression for all their sins. And so it shall do for the tabernacle of meeting which remains among them in the midst of their uncleanness. Then shall be no man in the tabernacle of meeting when he goes in to make atonement in the holy place until he comes out, that he may make atonement for himself, for his household, and for all the assembly of Israel. And he shall go out to the altar that is before the Lord, and make atonement for it. And he shall take some of the blood of the bull, 
and some of the blood of the goat and put it on the horns of the altar all around. Then he shall sprinkle some of the blood on it with his finger seven times, cleanse it and consecrate it from the uncleanness of the children of Israel. And when he has made an end of atoning for the holy place, the tabernacle of meeting and the altar, he shall bring the live goats. Aaron shall lay both his hands on the head of the live goats, confess over it all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgressions concerning all their sins, putting them on the head of the goats, and shall send it away into the wilderness by the hand of a suitable man. The goat shall bear on itself all their iniquities to an uninhabited land, and it shall release the goat in the wilderness. It just occurred to me that for every sin, you would go to offer a sin offering. And another thing that occurred to me was that Aaron placed both his hands on the head of the life goat. Now, I know that I've mentioned it before, but for people who have never heard me say it, it helps us understand who Jesus is and why Jesus was called the lamb. You see that on the lamb or the goat or whatever they were using to sacrifice was what they would put their hands on to signify the transference of their sins. This is why when Jesus said, drop your burden on me, or I have forgiven your sins, or your sins are forgiven or uh, taken away, it's because he actually carried it. At the moment we confess that Jesus Christ is our Lord and our Savior, or repent of our sins, we are literally placing our hands on his forehead, the forehead of the most clean lamp, the purest lamp, and transferring our sins and our transgressions. Literally. So this chapter was basically God telling Aaron how to do things so that he wouldn't die in the tabernacle of meeting and giving him the right procedure so that they won't, he won't make the same mistake that his sons made, that profane fire consumed them. We move on. Then Aaron shall come into the tabernacle of meeting, shall take off the lining garments which he put on when he went into the holy place and shall leave them there. And he shall wash his clothes with water in a holy place, put on his garments, come out and offer his burnt offering and the burnt offering of the people and make atonement for himself and for the people. The fat of the sin offering he shall burn on the altar and he who released the goat as a scapegoat shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water, and afterwards he may come into the camp. The bull for the sin offering and the goat for the sin offering, whose blood was brought in to make atonement in the holy place, shall be carried outside the camp, and they shall burn in the fire their skins and their flesh and their offal. Then he who burns them shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water, and afterwards he may come into the camp. This shall be a statute forever for you. In the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall afflict your souls and do no work at all, whether a native of your own country or a stranger who dwells among you. For on that day, the priest shall make atonement for you to cleanse you, that you may be clean from all your sins before the Lord. It is a Sabbath of solemn rest for you, and you shall afflict your soul it is a statue forever. Some may ask that if 
we could actually give one goat or one ram or turtle doves or pigeons for our sins why did jesus christ come to die if you notice for every sin you had to sacrifice him you have to keep sacrificing so if you sinned today you can do sin offering tomorrow same thing next tomorrow same thing next month same thing this is enough proof that the goat offering the bull offering the turtle doves all of them were not sufficient to keep us clean all the days of our lives this is why jesus christ came to keep us clean and holy even as we continue living this is why we can now live holy lives and be counted as holy in the presence of god we move on and the priest who is anointed and consecrated to minister as priest in his father's place shall make atonement and put on the lining clothes the holy garment then he shall make atonement for the holy sanctuary and shall make atonement for the tabernacle of meeting and for the altar and he shall make atonement for the priest and for all the people of the assembly this shall be an everlasting statute for you to make atonement for the children of israel for all their sins once a year and he did as the lord commanded moses and this is how we end today's bible study i hope you guys have a great day filled with inviting the holy spirit into your daily activities i love you and jesus loves you even more